Welcome to Renault Radio. I'm your host, Naomi Finlay, Australia's renovation royalty. My podcast is all about real advice for renovating, designing beautiful spaces, tradie advice, and my weather to wonderful passion, where we interview amazing rural property owners who are turning their spaces from weather to wonderful with great design and great renos. Creating beautiful spaces doesn't have to be hard. In fact, it can be one of the most rewarding things you ever do. So join me and my impressive list of guests each week for plenty of feel-good, inspiring and real advice. This is Renault Radio. This week we have with us Julie from Highland Getaway. So welcome to the show, Julie. Thank you. I'd love to be uh, on the show. Oh, I'm really excited to have you here because I tell you what, I fell in love with your Instagram feed and it wasn't <laughs> just the beautiful mountains, it was the amazing beasts that I saw in nearly every photo. They just made me want to hug them. Tell yeah. me a little bit about Highland Getaway. Oh, Highland Getaway is my absolute passion. I, um, I, I uh, love the Huon Valley, the area that I live in. I've got just the most amazing, gorgeous um, cattle. I'm new to farming, so I knew absolutely nothing of it before. Wow. And I love learning and uh, making mistakes exactly and learning from it and enjoying it all. Whereabouts is exactly Highland Getaway, for those that don't know Hidden Valley? Okay, it's the suburb is Ranala. It's in the Huon Valley in Tasmania. So it's Wow. Wow. And you said that you weren't a farmer and now no. you run now you run cattle. I do. <laughs> That's amazing. So tell me about that. What were you before that? Uh, I used to run a very busy photography studio, so I used to actually be the reception um, and bookkeeper. I used to manage the business, so I was literally stuck behind a computer and on a phone all the time and, uh, you know, see a glorious out day outside and couldn't even get out into it. And now I spend my days running around the paddocks with the cattle, um, working outside, um, still doing book work at night time and, and <laughs> texting and pe- that people at, at, during the day and night. But uh, I spend a lot more time outside and I spend a lot of time with people face-to-face now rather than talking on the phone to them. So you're much more connected, it sounds, in every way in life, connected to people. Uh, Yeah, face. I was very connected when I ran the photography business because I felt that business was about people and making people feel special. I mean, everyone used to always want to meet me after talking to me and having um, text and email communication, but now I, I do that, you know, now I can actually meet people and uh, get out and show them what I love. And, um, and uh, it's, just, it's just lovely being able to do that face-to-face. So for a lot of people listening to this, you would appear to be this most amazing, pioneering, brave, 
outrageous woman that's gone, I'm going to move from, where were you before when you were in Queensland? Oh, my gosh. That makes it even more outrageous. (laughs) I'm going to move from my warm, cosy, you know, very safe, I'm assuming, job into running a Highland getaway and having cattle on my property and becoming a farmer. Like, how did that all transpire? Well, for a little while, I actually used to run the photography studio and the farm together at the same time and then circumstances changed so that I could then do the farm full time. And um, it's just been a huge learning experience. Um, The community here in Tasmania is fantastic, very helpful, Uh, learn from a lot of the locals and a lot of there's a lot of mainlanders that are moving down to Tasmania. So um, we learn together. It's lovely meeting new, you know, other people getting into farming. But you're right, I um, do things my way. Um, I do it different. I like to think that I'm doing some things smarter rather than harder because I do have to do it by myself. Um, so dealing with big rounds of hay, um, having the right equipment, and uh, being able to use that effectively, safely, and you know, I'm not, I'm not killing myself, so that's good. That's always positive. Yeah, and then when I take people out, I do farm tours as well. Um, wow. So when I take people out on farm tours, I love, pe- I love showing people what I do, and they're usually absolutely stunned and think it's fantastic. So tell me more about Highland Getaway first. So okay. um, it is somewhere people can come and stay. Yes. Um, so tell me a bit more about the property because I've seen it online and I've seen your beautiful herd online. Yes. Um, and they literally, they they are something out of, um, you know, out of a poster shoot. Um, everything about them makes yeah. you want to go visit there. So yeah. tell me what, what what's there at Highland Getaway. Okay, Highland Getaway, I've got 67 acres. Wow. Um, It's beautiful scenic land. Um, I have changed my home so that it it is also a and b So each each end of the house I've set up as very private, luxurious suites. They have amazing views. I've got floor-to-ceiling windows in the bedroom. Wow. Actually lie in bed and look out the windows. At night time you're looking out to the stars and the the landscape and in in the morning you wake up to this beautiful scenery uh, and and uh, when the cows are in in the paddock just below the house (laughs) then you're looking out at the cows as well. Wow. And so you didn't build a, when you bought the property, there was already a dwelling on there and you converted that. No. no. So when we bought the property, bought the property about eight and a half years ago, Yes, it was paddock. So I've done a lot of learning. So you built the property? Yes. Wow. So you built a custom um, bespoke design so that you could have Airbnb at either end and you could live centrally and service both no. of those. <laughs> no. Oh, my no. gosh, tell me more. <laughs> um, moved on to this property, um, yeah, as I said, eight, eight and a half years ago and it was just paddock. It was, 
it was um, beautiful grass about waist high. Um, we had to create paddocks. We probably spent about $100,000 on fencing. Um, and we knew that I started off with a few alpacas and we yes. knew that they weren't going to eat the grass down. <laughs> And then I saw some Highland cattle and we bought our first five and yes. we did everything asked about because we bought the cattle and then we went and did a workshop to learn about them. <laughs> There's something and, very cool about that though. There's something very cool about jumping because it yeah. absolutely then insists that you educate yourself and promptly. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, bought the cattle and uh, we even um, got a rent a bull so we got a bull into, we rented him for about three months where he mated with our girls and yep. got a few calves and, and then I'd buy a few more animals from here and there. And um, we wanted to, um, I suppose, I, I started the venture off with my partner but we're not together yes. anymore. Um, it turned out he was allergic to hay. Oh. <laughs> that, isn't, that isn't even funny, Julie. Oh, my God. It's not good on a property where you've got to deal with got hay cattle. all the way through winter and hay, and then you've got grass, seed and hay all through summer. Oh, my gosh. That's actually, that is an ultimate spanner in the works. Yeah, it is. So it meant that I had to do everything outside myself and be yes. able to deal with the animals. So, um, How many yes. head do you have now? Forty. Wow. And I've got wow. 15, no, 16 calves due in February. And will you deliver those? Yeah. Yep. Uh, so you need to learn animal behaviour so you or can you watch. Have, like, are and, you that hands-on on your farm? Yeah, I am. I've stuck my arm up in places I don't like to think about. Wow, that's amazing. So <laughs> this isn't only... so. What, you first put paddock fences up, you then popped in some cows and got them a lovely gentleman to hang with. And yes. then did you decide, did you ever start this venture? Like, did you have this full vision the whole time that you'd have this phenomenal accommodation place? No. You'd be running farming tours. Did it evolve no. over time for you? It evolved. Yeah. Okay. And so what didn't was have any idea you? about doing B and B to start off with. It was purely no, really yeah. So, you know, to start off with, it was about having property and then realising that we needed to make, we needed to make some money off animals to, to help justify having the land and to yes. help pay for it. Um, yes. We ended up getting council approval to build a cafe gallery on the property and it was going to be paddock to plate. Perfect. Um, that was more my partner's dream. Um, We've since separated and I've managed to take over the mortgage on the property and, and pay him out. So now it's solely me and yes. I have my parents as my support. They, they've, they've moved down from Queensland and wow. and to, to be a support for me, which has just been brilliant. And, and so did you build the cafe? Sorry? Did you build the cafe? No, so we've we've got the approval for it, but I'm not going to do it because that was more his passion. Okay. I've got more exciting things that I'm going to get. So into. tell me about your passion then. So you didn't you you bought it literally with we wanted to be on the land. 
we've got cattle. Wow, we need to work out how to make it monetized in some way. Yes. So then the next step for you was the next step for you, the B&B? Yes. Yes, so it was the B&B and then doing farm tours. So off, okay. So my guests that come and stay come out and walk around the paddocks with me and we feed the silky chickens and the alpacas. Then we go and load up a round of hay and give it out to the cattle and people are actively helping in that sometimes, depending on what mood the cattle are in. Sometimes they're <laughs> mischiefs and it's, not, it's better that they sit in the ATV rather than be out walking with them. But otherwise, we normally do get out and walk amongst the cattle and people get to give some of them a bit of a scratch or feed them some hay by hand. And I've got two different herds, so we go and visit this, you know, we do both herds and I usually take them for a bit of a tour around the property and talk to them about what I've done and what I'm going to do, what I'm going to get into next because I like sharing my passion and my dream. Absolutely. And so when they come, when people come to visit Highland Getaway um, in the calving season, Yes. Do they get? Do they get to see? Like, if they're lucky enough, um, oh, yeah. they get to be part of that beautiful experience of watching yes. Highland cattle birthing. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's goosebumpable. I remember I was hiking um, in Peru, and one of you know this, there was an epic, amazing scenery everywhere. But one of the most amazing things that I took from it was um, it was we were at quite high, high altitude. There wasn't much there other than llamas. And I watched this in the wild that, you know, a ridiculous altitude, this llama birth, a, a beautiful little baby llama. And it was one of the, you know, I'd have four kids myself, so I wasn't, you know, estranged to the idea, but there was something outrageous about um, in the mountains, at altitude, in nature, you know, um, just watching that process. And I'm assuming it would be quite the same for you. Does that ever get boring or is it no, amazing every no, time? No, it's amazing. Yeah. The, the last last season when I had 15 calves, I got to see nine of them being born. I was actually wow. right there watching them. Wow. That is That fills your boots, doesn't it? That it does. It's gorgeous. And so tell me about some of your other exciting plans. So you've got the Airbnb or the B&B happening there where people yes. can come for, if you haven't already seen Highland Getaways, you must get on Instagram. There will be links in the show notes because the Instagram feed is just, I remember when I first approached you, Julie, and you said to me, I'm happy to talk about it, but you need to see it. Yes. And when I was on your Instagram feed, I, I can only imagine why because I'm sure it doesn't even do it justice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what are your other big plans? Okay, so, so yes, I do farm tours for my guests, but I also do farm tours for the general public as well. Um, I've been speaking with chefs about having cooking classes in my kitchen, so, so I'd have different, different chefs coming through and offering cooking classes for different cuisines. Yes. Um, I'm looking at um, getting into weddings and events Wow. I'd be setting up part of my property um, so that people can get married on the property. There's beautiful areas for it. And um, they'll be able to actually stay because I'll put in glamping as well. Yeah. 
and I've been um, developing areas so that the glamping is right on the Huon River, gorgeous views. They could then go down the stairs to the river, go swimming, fishing, kayaking, whatever they like. Um, and um, and then doing events, I've seen things on in Queensland where they'll have like a, a restaurant without walls and do a long yes. table. And I've got this beautiful bush area where yes. we can put in a long table. And I, I like the idea if I can get the support from people to do events so that it's themed like Game of Thrones or Harry Potter or yes. Halloween. And it's just an absolutely gorgeous scene where we can set it all up. So, oh, that sounds um, so exciting. <laughs> So had you so, been thinking about yeah, this that's, for a long that's time? That's got more appeal to me it? rather than a cafe gallery because <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's just so much fun you can have. And uh, I've got an old truck that I'm going to put a new um, tray on so that can be for the band. I've got another little truck front that I want to convert it so it'll be the bar. Um, there's lots That is to perfect. Do. So tell me, when you're up in Queensland working in a photography business, were you always, you know, on looking at properties in the country? Were you hankering at it? If so, what made you do it? If not, then did you just literally wake up one day and say, I'm going to do this? Okay, so back in Queensland, I had no idea that I was going to be doing anything like this. <laughs> um, I've very much surprised myself. Um, and it was a case of moving to Tasmania for a lifestyle change, getting yep. away from getting away from the heat and uh, getting away from the real rat race and yes. and really relaxing and enjoying life rather than being go 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 go. Yes. And bought a property with two and a half acres and had just a few sheep. Yes. And we then went looking for 15 acres and all the 15 acre blocks are gone uh, in the area that we were looking and the real estate agent in his wisdom said, you've really got to go for a drive onto this property. And then we did and then it was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> how do we get it? What do we do? And then we started from scratch. Yes. Wow. And it's so a lot of work but a lot of fun, very rewarding. If you had your time again, so if there'll be lots of people listening to this going, oh, my gosh, yes, imagine hosting events, imagine waking up to the mountains every single day, imagine swimming in the river with my dog or my kids or yeah. whatever it might be and someone was, you know, tossing the idea around um, what would be a couple of your biggest learns or things you wish you had done differently? I don't think there is anything. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I don't think so. It's, um, yeah, no, I've, I'm happy with what I've done. I'm happy with where I'm at and I'm excited for where I'm going. And, yeah, it's, yeah, no, I wouldn't change anything. What about your top tips for anyone wanting to do it? Listen to what your heart be... and your head. Ah, listen to your heart and your head. 
Has your yep. heart ever steered you wrong in this venture? No. That's amazing, Julie. That is so great. That is so great. And what about, what would you say for those, because often, you know, often I, um, in a lot of the work I do, I will often hear people say, yeah, well, that's a great idea, but there are other people doing it, so I can't do it now. What would you say to somebody who felt that way? I mean, I, I, I could think that as well. I mean, there is lots of beautiful property in Tasmania. Yes. And there is plenty, you know, there are other people out there that could have Highland cattle, which are a major draw card for people. Yes. But at the end of the day, they're not me. Perfect. Because I feel that I, I do share what I've, Got. I share what I've done and, and I like to be um, real. Yep. And, and I think a lot of people do connect with that and so other people can't be me. And so that's really all about when you're truly passionate with something and you, you truly love it, that it is an experience. It's not just that you have Highland cows. It's not yeah. just that you're in beautiful Tasmania. Yeah. It's in the experience that the property, everything that's there and you provide to people that come. Yeah, I think if you were, if you were worried about or thinking that somebody else could do it, you'd never do anything. Uh, so true, isn't it? You would yeah. never do anything because there's not much in our world nowadays that someone hasn't thought of or hasn't done. Yeah, I love it. I've absolutely loved talking to you, Julie. I've, you're very, very inspiring. Thank you. I, yeah. I, look, I don't, I, I don't think so, but I get told that all the time. But it's just about loving what you do and, and sharing what you do. I mean, I could have this property and, and the, the fact that I am in a position where I can share it with other people actually makes it even more special absolutely absolutely because you know what as human beings we all crave the one thing which is connection we yes. all want to connect and we all want to share whether it's with yeah. animals whether it's with the land whether it's with our homes whether it's with people it is what we are driven and wired to do as individuals and i'm just so excited that you're doing it and you're loving what you're doing and you're sharing what you're doing and yeah um, it's yeah, it's really inspiring, and I'm so grateful that you've taken time out um, to chat to us today about it. That's fine. You're welcome. Oh, that's awesome. Anyone who is listening that wants to learn more about um, the property that Julie is on, and maybe go see her Highland cows, and realistically learn from her. If you have a hankering that you may have wanted a property in the country, you may have a property anywhere it might even be might be in Dubbo in New South Wales it might be in long reaching Queensland it could be just it might be in Broome in WA and you really want you love it you want to find love in it again you want to share that with people you know what Julie sounds like the ideal person to go stay with go stay <laughs> with her go birth a beautiful Highland cow and um and be inspired because that little glint in people's hearts you know I think Julie you can show them how to follow that and I think that's really special so thank thanks you. again for joining us today thank you
Thanks for joining me today, guys, on Renault Radio. It has been a blast. I would love it if you subscribed so you never missed a beat of this podcast. And naturally, let me know what you think. I love to hear everyone's feedback and reviews. If you'd like to know more about all the services and content that we produce at NaomiFinlay.com, then head on over to NaomiFinlay.com. You can also keep an eye on what I'm up to on my Instagram. You can find me there at NaomiFinlayOfficial. Until next time, team, enjoy. Enjoy.